Hey friends, thanks for joining me on the Not About Me podcast. I'm your host, Cade Taylor, and I am so glad you're here today because we're getting ready to start a new season and a new series as we come into the fall where a lot of great things happen in the fall, right? There's cooler weather, which if you live in the South and it's 100 degree temperatures all the time, that is welcomed. Also, there's pumpkin spice lattes. I particularly like those. SEC football here in the South, we take our football very seriously and I love football season. Uh, But I think the thing that connects us all through this season is the fact that we have a lot of people going back to school and so that's what this series is going to be so whether you are going through elementary school you're going to high school junior high college you're supporting a a friend or a family member through that you're an adult going through later on in life or you're a teacher and administrator this series is going to be for you let's get started on the not about me podcast getting back to school seasons may seem really exciting for some of you. You're excited about the classroom you're going to be in. Uh, You're excited about your professors, your teachers. Um, You're excited about, you know, just a new year of school and the opportunities that are going to be coming through that, especially, you know, for those who are going to be graduating this year. I remember when I was a senior in high school, even a senior in college, how exciting that was. So I want to help us with this process. I want to take us back to first John. I used first John a lot so far in the podcast. I just love this book. I love how easy it is to read and the get right at you some good truth to hold on to, especially when it talked about love. And today I want to give us a little snippet from first John, but it's going to be in chapter two, it's first three through six. And that says, we know that we have come to know him if we keep his commands. Whoever says, I know him, but does not do what he commands is a liar, and the truth is not in that person. But if anyone obeys his word, love for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. So I love that part. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. So if you don't know who or how Jesus interacted with other people, we really need to start there. And I would highly recommend reading through the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. Those are all in the New Testament. And just pay close attention to how Jesus responds, especially when people are hurling their insults at him, when they are running to uh, kill him or trying to kill him when he interacts with people like the woman at the well, where she was not comfortable talking to him. She understood that there was a cultural and a uh, racial barrier there. So, but what was his response? We want to line up our lives just the way Jesus did. And that is a challenge. I get that, especially in school, but it doesn't mean that we don't have to, or we can't be different. We can God calls us to be holy, and basically that just means set apart, so different from the world. Um, The only way to do that is by getting to know Jesus. What's his character? Like I said, when people came at him, how did he respond? And how would Jesus have treated the people around him? I think about those people that don't have a lot of friends that sit off in the corner 
they're kind of shy. They're not real sure about themselves, but deep down they're longing for somebody to come along and include them. And for me, I wanted that. Yes, I can make friends, but I wanted to be included. And sometimes I didn't feel like I had that in high school or college, which I know people who know me are going to think this is crazy, but it's true. I had this huge fear. And so I wanted to be around someone else to have that security. And there are a lot of people that feel like that. They just don't talk about it. Um, so I'm giving you permission to act like Jesus and be observant. And what I mean when I say be observant, well, I want to give you an example of Jesus being observant, uh, particularly when he was calling two of the 12 disciples, but particularly we're going to be talking about Nathaniel. And in John chapter one, we see Jesus is calling Philip and Nathaniel in 43 through 49. So verse 43, the next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethesda. Philip found Nathanael and told him, we found the one Moses wrote about in the law and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth? Can anything good come from there? Nathanael asked. Come and see, said Philip. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said to him, Here truly is an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. And Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Then Nathanael declared, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. I love that part where Nathanael says, How do you know me? And Jesus was, I saw you. He was observant. In the Chosen series, this is portrayed, Nathaniel as, as an architect and, well, I don't want to ruin it. Anyway, it's a beautiful scene. There's probably some artistic liberty taken because the Bible doesn't specifically tell us what went on for Nathaniel to wind up under that fig tree. For all we know, he could have just been having a little nap or something. Or maybe he was out there journaling under a tree. Who knows? But God. But the scene in The Chosen is so beautiful because we have this desire to be seen. And Jesus saw people. So I want to encourage you as you go throughout your school, as you're interacting with your teachers, uh, for teachers, if you're interacting with your coworkers, to really be observant and to see people where they are. I know the times in my life that people saw me, it was refreshing. So I promise it will be refreshing to them as well. We also want to live with purpose, right? The basis of this podcast, the scripture comes from Matthew chapter 22, verses 37 through 39. And I just want to read those real quick again to us. Uh, probably by the time you guys listen to several episodes, you'll have it memorized because I say it so much, but it's so true. Uh, Matthew 22, 37 through 39. Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. Well, that gives us purpose. Every morning when we wake up, no matter if you're a student, a teacher, whatever your role is in this world and this back to school season, we're going to love God first, and then we're going to love our neighbor second. Well, that means that we have to put ourselves aside. And sometimes, I know I struggle with this so much when I was in school. 
that I wanted to be it, especially when I was in high school. I thought I was the bee's knees basketball player, and I was not, but I thought I was. And there's a lot of pride. I didn't think about my teammates. Uh, I didn't think about my friends as much as I should have. I wasn't a very thoughtful person. I wanted everything done for me. So I challenge you, line your life up with this scripture here and pay attention to your purpose that God has called you to. So how can we live with purpose of loving God first and loving our neighbor second? How do we do that as we go back to schools? Well, for some of you, you know, you feel like you had maybe you went to a summer camp, you had a youth conference or youth rally. Uh, maybe in college you had like, like I did, I went to a campus outreach uh, beach project for two months out of the summer and just felt on fire, right? It's amped up to go back to school and carry back what I learned. And I got distracted by my routine. So it's important to remember our purpose and what God call, calls us to. If he's called you to start something in your school this year, you need to be obedient. You need to do it. Uh, line it up with the purpose of God calling you to love him first and then to love your neighbor second. Then we also want to live with courage, just like Paul did and he spoke about in Romans 1.16. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. So don't be ashamed of your faith. You don't have to be all goody two-shoes, Christian, slapping Bible verses on everything. If God calls you that, by all means do that. But you don't have to be. Just be yourself. Live unashamed of what God has done for you and live in the freedom that God has called you to. Live in such a way as First Peter says in chapter 2, verse 12, live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. Just live at peace, live in harmony, respect people. I mean, simple things. It seems so simple, but we, we get so consumed with ourselves sometimes. Also, it says in First Peter, to give a hope, you know, tell them why, uh, we have the hope that we have because you're going to, when you model Jesus to people, they're going to pull you aside and ask you why. Uh, they're going to be a little curious and just let those conversations come naturally. Um, but be prepared to give your answer. I also want you to know that no matter where you are in this great big world, um, there are people who don't even know your name. They would not be able to recognize your face. They may have never seen your face. But there are Christians throughout the world who are praying for you. Uh, whether you are in Thailand, you're in Nigeria, you're here in the United States, you know, Christians are praying for you as you go back to school to know and model the one who does know you. To, they are asking God to bless you in your school year, to use you to be the light of Jesus, especially to those around you, they're asking God to strengthen and encourage you and bring people beside you to help lead uh, your classmates, your friends, your coworkers uh, through this upcoming school year. So I don't want you to be discouraged. I want to encourage you to have a great year, uh, but to remember these things as we go about every day we wake up, we're modeling Jesus to the people around us. And what an opportunity you have during this school year to do that. So remember, we want to point people to love God and love our neighbor because it's not about me.
Friends, I hope you found this episode to be helpful. I know I say that at the end of every episode, but I really do mean it. Each time I say it, I mean it. It's prayed over. It's thought about. It's not just thrown together willy-nilly. I know this is back to school season. I have plenty of teacher friends, fellow students going back to school, and I just wanted to bring light to a situation. So it'll be fun. Take Jesus along with you as you go. Remember to point him out every chance you can. If you liked today's episode, comment, share it, like it. You guys know what to do. You can find us on Instagram or you can shoot us an email to notaboutmepodcast at gmail.com because we'd absolutely love to hear how God is moving either in your life or the people around you, your city, whatever it is. Let's give God glory for what that is. So tune in next time as we're going to continue on in our series on back to school right here on the Not About Me podcast.